Thanks for tuning in. I'm Zach, and this is Cast Junkie, the weekly bite-sized show that gives you a look into a new podcast each week. If you're looking to help further Cast Junkie and support indie podcasts, don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash castjunkie, or join our Discord community. The link is available at castjunkie.com, where we have a full line of support indie podcast merch. Profits from the Patreon and merch sold all go back to support other people's indie podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to Cast Junkie so that you can get the next episode as soon as it drops. And rate and review us over on Podchaser or wherever you're listening to help us get our name out there. With that, let's get into this week's review. This week, we're here to talk about Family Ghosts, a podcast based on a mysterious story or a family legend that has been told over the generations and has lost touch with reality somewhere along the way. This show is hosted by Sam Dingman, where each episode he dives into these mysterious stories and legends and tries to find the roots of them and decipher the facts from the fiction. If you're a fan of history or documentaries, or just a good story, then you need to hear Family Ghosts. So let's dive right in. It takes a while, but little by little, over the course of separate interviews with my dad and his brothers, I start to piece together a vision of their life as kids in Wellsville, New York, a hundred miles west and even more remote than Ithaca. And slowly, a portrait of Uncle Dick begins to emerge. He had a really nice smile, a little shy, and didn't have a lot of big self-image. Chubby, happy, pleasant kid. Not somebody would argue with you. Tom and Rob's description of Dick makes me think about the only picture of him I've ever seen. It's his senior portrait from high school. His straight, dark hair is neatly parted, and he's grinning broadly, wearing a pair of dorky glasses with thick black frames. He has big dimples in his cheeks. My parents didn't smoke, they didn't drink, they didn't swear. Going to church Sunday as a family was was important. It was a requirement. Uh, there was always prayer before meals. When it came to cultural values, it sounds like my grandparents' worldview was about what you'd expect for a small rural community in the early 1960s. Uncle Tom still remembers the relationship advice he got from my grandfather. Anyhow, he took me aside and he says, uh, you're old enough to start dating now. And he said, uh, you don't want to do anything because when you get married, you want to marry a virgin. And if you do anything, there'll be fewer virgins. That was it. Some total of sex talk. I don't know when Dick realized he was gay, but I can't imagine Wellsville was a fun place to realize it back then. Poppy described it as a town without any intellectual overlay. No college or university for miles, three stations on the television. While Tom, Rob, and Poppy would spend long afternoons wandering through the woods, building forts, and playing with toy rifles, Dick started taking painting classes. He and my dad shared a bedroom, and at night they'd stay up late talking. At one point I had a crystal radio, and I could pick up the Isle of Man off England on it. And uh, Dick and I would talk about that. Dick was interested in uh, Europe a lot and in, you know, what was beyond Wellsville. Poppy knew there was something different about Dick, 
even if he didn't totally understand it. When other kids, and even his teachers at school, would see Uncle Dick, they'd snicker and call him Peaches. There was mail that came to the house that was, had a homosexual, at least wink, wink, isn't this naughty kind of aspect towards it. Like magazines or something? Um, yeah, and letters and that sort of thing, solicitations to subscribe to magazines and so on. In 1965, Dick escaped to college, where Uncle Rob says he finally found a community. And it was one of those things where you see the friends, you know you have these lingering suspicions about your brother, and yeah, these are, these are them. But Rob could tell it wasn't enough. Over time, Dick stopped calling his parents, and his friends started to. One day, my grandma picked up the phone, and one of Dick's friends told her he was worried about Dick. Grandma told Rob about the call, and the next time Dick was over at Rob's house, Rob did his best to figure out what was going on. I was out in the garage working on my car, and he was there, and I was trying to get him to talk to me. And I, this is the last thing he ever said to me, so I remember it. How do I tell you it's none of your business? Can I ask you to tell me the story of the day that he killed himself? Yeah, um, May 7, 1966. I had a 22 rifle. I would go out with friends and plink at birds and things. Um, and he asked me whether he could borrow it to go hunting and being a oblivious teenager, I didn't it, say to myself, wait a minute, he's never gone out for that. He asked me if I wanted to go with him and I did not, which obviously has thrown a ton of guilt on me. Um, and so he left. And I think that it was then the mail came, I think, and this friend had written Grandma and Grandpa, and Grandpa got me and said, we need to go looking and see if we can find Dick. Do you know where Dick is? We started driving around, and Grandpa dropped me to walk one walk along the road looking for him and calling for him while he drove further, and he did, and I walked along, and I came to... As you may know from my other reviews, I'm a sucker for history and mysteries, so it should come as no shock to you that I'm a giant Family Ghost fan and love how Sam goes about finding the backstory to each ghost. Each story Sam gives the show to the family telling the ghost stories and gives them the space to lay it out for him. And he documents the entire experience from first meeting the storyteller to hearing it and even the interactions he has with the family as he tries to break it down and find the truth for the storyteller. But as we all know, some legends are better left off just that. Legends. And some ghosts are best left alone. That's the reason why I really enjoy Family Ghosts. Because... 
Reality is what it is. Stories are what they are. But these family ghost stories are things that have changed through time. Sam's just there to hear about it, listen to it, and try to find the truth of it all in the end, no matter what that is. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy listening to Family Ghosts, or any other podcast we've previously covered, which can all be found wherever you're listening to Cast Junkie. You can find us at Cast Junkie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so follow us, won't you? We'll be posting links to this show and all others we cover on them. Have a podcast suggestion? Send them to us at castjunkie.com, and we'll add it to our list. Until next week, don't forget to binge all the podcasts we've been highlighting.